this is My Autism and Me, the podcast by Alfie Blanche Flower. Hello and welcome to episode two of My Autism and Me. In this episode, I am once again joined by my mum to explain what went on for me in years two and three. From this point and for the rest of series one, we will be just talking about two years per episode other than the final episode where we will cover just one year. Heading straight into year two, we attempted to work with what we thought to be my behaviour issues at the time. I started going into school about ten minutes before anyone else and I would help my teacher set up by doing simple things that would distract me, like setting out chairs and sorting out the coat rack. Shortly after I would finish, the other students in my class would enter the room. This only lasted for around half a term before my teacher tried to stop it. This meant that once again panic attacks were back. That's all I can remember from year two, so here's mum with her point of view. Well year two was much more difficult. With Alfie getting older I struggled to understand why he was unable to deal with the routine of school. We've been doing this for a while now and when he was in he was fine. It was leaving me the problem to struggle. As Alfie said, the teacher decided to let him in earlier to gain his trust and divert his attention. This worked for a while, but the school insisted that it needed to be reduced, so we agreed. Once again, the panic attack started. Some mornings Alfie was okay, others not so much. I can remember one morning vividly. Alfie was struggling to go in. None of the staff seemed interested in helping, so I lost my temper and walked away in tears. Alfie ran after me, and then a staff member followed Alfie. I was so disappointed in myself and the school. The lack of understanding the school had was ridiculous and I needed to do it work. I felt let down by the school and frustrated that I was unable to help Alfie. These were definitely not fun times for any of us. Moving on to Year 3, there is one major panic attack that I can remember. For the majority of Year 3, I would walk from the car into the classroom by myself. I wasn't keen on it though. One day, I asked my mum if she could drop Ruby, my sister, off and then take me in. She agreed. I went to school with Mum and Ruby and watched her go in, but then Mum just walked past the Year 3 gate. When I asked what was going on, she just said, you can go in yourself every other day, but why not today? She just continued walking and I followed her all the way to the car where I got in and went home. If anything, it's good that I came home because the same day Mum had a seizure in the living room. It was just me and her at home, so if I wasn't there, Mum would have mum would have just been there. I was on the phone to dad in the dining room at the time. He asked to speak to mum and I went through to see her asleep shaking. I told dad and he said to phone nan and grandad. They came round and before I knew it she was in hospital. That wasn't a good day. Year three was much the same. Alfie's struggling to leave me and go into school. It wasn't getting any, it wasn't getting any easier and nobody seemed to offer much help or understanding. Alfie was allowed to go into school early, but this didn't last long. We kept going, but it was affecting our lives so much. Again, I had the added pressure of having to get to my job, and I was worried about my younger daughter, and I was worried about my younger daughter, and it affecting her too. So I'd always take Ruby in first, and then Alfie, so she didn't see how distressed he became. Moving on to parent tips. Same as last time, really. Don't walk away, no matter how frustrated you become. It's not fair on your child, and the guilt that you feel towards afterwards isn't great. Your frustration isn't towards your child, it's at the whole situation. If your school is supportive, that alleviates a lot of the stress and helps enormously. 
come over if the school isn't supported, then where do you turn? All referrals go through the school, and if they think nothing's wrong as a parent, you're almost helpless. Support your child and keep talking to schools about what they can do to help. Put the ball firmly in their court. Try everything they suggest, even if you think it may not work, and that way they have no comeback saying they offered this but you didn't do it. My tip would be, if you tell an autistic child that you're going to do something, it's best if you do it. Also, since that year, Mum has been fine. No more seizures or anything. So that wraps up this week's episode. If you're on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. If you're on Spotify or the other two platforms, as well as what you do on those platforms, please also go to linktree slash myautismandme and choose review our podcast. That's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash myautismandme. If you think we might have some tips that you may need if you have a child with mental health issues, go to the same website and select Get Support. Fill in the form and we will respond within 24 hours. Thanks for listening and see you next week. You have been listening to My Autism and Me, the podcast by Alfie Blanchflower. Thank you.